All characters and events in this series, even those based on real people, are entirely fictional, and all voices are impersonated. This series contains strong language and adult content, so listener discretion is advised. The transition for a female child star from cute kid to bombshell babe is treacherous and often non-existent. People can't decide whether they want to baby them or seduce them. In 1939, at the age of 16, Judy Garland's cast as the young Dorothy. Her breasts were taped flat, and she had to wear a special corset to complete the prepubescent look. There's no room for a young girl's identity when they exist in everyone's imagination. We present, for your listening pleasure, a six-part series entitled, Lindsay. Sit back, relax, and keep your eyes on the road. Don't film another scene. Don't even come to set. This won't end well for any of you. I didn't want anyone dead, but if that's what it takes... Wally was an accident, the next person won't be. I'm a sick man. I can't let this movie come out. I can't let other people know about the girls. They're mine. Their hearts are mine. There will be no more letters, only death. I read the letter aloud to Lindsay for the fifth time. We sat in her trailer. I wondered where to go from here. Figured I was out of the job. Guess there were more serious things to think about, but that's what came to mind. Still couldn't look Lindsay in the eye since kissing her sister. Do you have your car? No, my, my dad dropped me off. Mm, that's okay. I have mine. You don't drive. But I have a car. Can you drive stick? Um, not really. Mm, good enough. Come on, we're taking a road trip. We're gonna go see my dad. Is that a good idea? They've shut us down again. What else can we do today? My dad wanted me to visit him and my mom won't let me. So you'll take me. I started to object, and then I was inside Lindsay's car trying to keep it from stalling. These girls could make me do anything. I wondered if I would kill for them. Didn't seem so far-fetched anymore. What are you thinking about? Just trying to figure out what I'm doing here with you. You're helping me. But why? Because you like me? What would you rather do? I have no idea. My whole life has been doing things because I can't think of something I'd rather do. My whole life has been daydreaming of something better while I'm doing something else. You're too young to talk about your whole life. I feel old already. Why are we seeing your dad? I miss him. Sydney does too, but she won't admit it. The movie is ruining us. <laughs> I knew it would. Why are you doing it then? Lindsay shrugged. What do you think I should do? You could be a regular person. You could go to school and hold hands with a boy and get bad grades. Is that what you did? Yeah, kinda. Were you happy? I think so. It's, it's hard to remember now. But all this, it just... It just seems kind of toxic. And dangerous now. Yeah, well, it's all I know. I don't think I'd be good at holding boys' hands or getting bad grades. I'm good at this. We sat in silence. I didn't know if it was just a pause or if the conversation was over. I wanted desperately to turn on the radio, but couldn't take my hand off the stick shift. 
We were quiet for two hours. Forgot about Lindsay and remembered how much I loved to drive. She brought me back. Mm, I have to pee. Let's stop for food. I saw a sign for a rest stop with a Cinnabon and didn't hesitate. We walked inside and I fast walked over to the counter while Lindsay ran to the bathroom. Welcome to Cinnabon. How can I, I help you? I would like you? the biggest Cinnabon you have with extra white stuff. Okay, a Cinnabon with extra frosting. That'll be eight sixty-three. Okay, um, one second. I think I have exact change. I began to finger out pennies from my fanny pack. The large man behind me started to sigh loudly. It got louder with each coin I put down on the counter. Oh. Um... Is there a problem? I don't know. Is there a problem with paying in bills? I'd like to use my change, thank you very much. Well, I'm trying to eat, too. Well, you'd be ordering right now if you didn't start sighing. But then you wouldn't know how unhappy I was. Something inside me snapped. I didn't feel like taking anyone's shit, especially at a road stop Cinnabon. Why don't you fuck off? What? I said... Stop bothering women that are smaller than you because nothing in your own life is going right. Your Cinnabon's gonna taste like shit. It's gonna get inside your body and mix with all the rest of your bullshit makeup. You're gonna try to enjoy your food, but all you'll think about is what you should have said to me. And you know what I'll be thinking about? How fucking good this Cinnabon is. I made a beeline for the bathroom. I felt good. I felt in control. I couldn't remember the last time I felt that. I was desperate to dig into my food, but Lindsay still hadn't left the bathroom. After a few more minutes, I forgot about my food and started to worry. I entered the bathroom and found her white van sticking out from one of the stalls. You okay in there? No. You want to talk about it? It happened. My underwear is ruined. Oh, okay, okay. That... that's okay. I have a pad in my bag. It's, it's not a big deal. It is a big deal. And it happened in a road stop bathroom. And my mom's not here, and Sydney's not here, and I don't think I'd tell them if they were here anyway. I, I wanted to reach out and touch her, but the stall door stood between us. Marzipan? Yeah? Why did you kiss my sister? I don't know. Because I'm a creep? Because my head is all fucked up? Why didn't you kiss me? I care about you too much. That doesn't make any sense. I love you, and I don't ever want to take advantage of you like that. I was just talking now. All I wanted in that moment was to make Lindsay feel loved by someone. Suddenly, the stall door swung open. She'd been crying. I sat on the bathroom floor next to the toilet and closed the stall behind me. I don't want to put it on yet. I'm not ready. That's okay. We took apart the Cinnabon in silence. Finally, she slipped on a maxi pad lined with frosting and cinnamon specks, and we walked out to the car, hand in hand. A couple hours later, we got to Lindsay's dad's house. He was sitting outside when we pulled up. He had grayish hair that had looked that way for the last 30 years. He wore Bill Gates jeans and a sunflower polo to boot. He looked completely harmless. Honey! Hi, Daddy. This is Marzipan. She's my friend. Well, I've heard so much about you, Marzipan. Really? What uh, what kind of stuff? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this and that. I didn't know people talked about me. That's exciting. (laughs) She's a hoot, Linz. (laughs) Isn't she? I followed Lindsay's father into the house. 
was a completely sane-looking space. There was nothing of the screaming man from the other night. I tried to recalibrate as he rhythmically sliced cheese next to me. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm sorry about last night. I, I didn't mean to embarrass you and your sister. You didn't embarrass me. Well, okay. Good. Your mom just... I know, Dad. Well, so, uh, what's going on, sweetie? What, what brings you here? Did you see the latest letter? Letter? What, what, what letter? They're still, still threatening you? I told you, it's not safe on Can the... you read it, Marzipan? Don't film another scene. Don't even come to set. This won't end well for I could tell I was part of Lindsay's scripted scene now, but I didn't understand what character I was playing. She seemed serious, like she had aged ten years since we were in the bathroom together. I can't let this movie come out. I can't let other people know about the girls. They're mine. Their hearts are mine. There will be no more letters, only death. I'm so sorry. That is absolutely disgusting. Is the studio trying to make you go ahead and still film? The letters before this one, they were only addressed to Sydney. They never referred to multiple girls. I would see the letter in Lenny's office and write my name on it. I didn't want Sydney to be singled out. I didn't want her to feel like she was on her own with this. But this last letter was addressed to both of us person said the girls were his? It's a totally different kind of letter. I know it was you, Daddy. I tried to process all this at once. How did I not notice the new letter and the old letters were completely different? Should I have figured out that Lindsay was writing her own name on the other letters? How good a detective was I, really? Maybe my only purpose was to read out letters as Lindsay dramatically accused people. Well, why would I do that, Linz? Why would I want to scare you guys like that? Because you want us to quit the movie. Well, have you given it any thought? Daddy. Lindsay's dad got up at this point and started to make himself a drink. I tried to raise my hand and wave it a bit so he'd make me one, but he didn't seem to notice. You know what I did growing up, Marzipan? Um, I do not, but I bet it'll relate to you writing the letter, though. I acted. Hmm, just like them. I started when I was seven, and I was good. I mean, I was good, and I liked being so good at something. People say you get taken advantage of. You get into drugs and sex too early, but but I had good parents. Uh, You know, I didn't get all fucked up like most kids. Still, I, I never wanted this for Lindsay and Sydney. You can't win. People hate you for growing up. They love you as a cute little kid, and then uh, they say that you betrayed them when you grow boobs or your balls drop and you start acting like an adult. Everybody's angry with themselves for the way they grew up, and they take it out on you. Uh, yeah, it makes it hard to like yourself. But their mom said that they were too cute not to let them do it. I was always against it, and I will do everything in my power to keep you two from the public eye. You shouldn't have done that, Daddy. You had no right. You are my daughter, and you're going to tell me about my rights? The screaming man was back. The transition was seamless. Everyone here knew how to present themselves as sane until the time came to rip off their skin and reveal their crazy. 
I'm going to tell everyone at the studio about this letter, and we'll start filming again. But there is someone who wants to kill you out there. That guy they locked up, he doesn't know anything. Someone killed Wally, and they're going to kill you next. I guess that's a risk we'll have to take. Bye, Daddy. We need to spend some time apart from each other. No, no, Lindsay, please! Come on, Marzipan. She closed the door behind her. I started to follow. Lindsay's dad took me by the hand as I left. What are you doing? Look, they're... they're in danger. You see that. You have to help. You have to figure out what's going on. Talk to Dennis Quaid. I found this in his house. A gun emerged from his pocket. (gasps) Gasped like there were cameras around. Same make as Wally's murder weapon. They never found the gun. Why haven't you reported this? Well, I stole this from a celebrity's house. My wife is this close to a restraining order. Look, I need your help. Girls, they need your help. Marzipan! I backed away from the gun and out the door. Kept my head down as I walked to the driver's side of the car. What'd he say? Um, nothing. Let's get out of here. We were quiet on the way back. We had too many things to say to each other. I noticed a white car behind us. I didn't know anything about cars, but it looked like a sneaky make to me. Has that car been behind us long? (laughs) You're so paranoid. You are not nearly paranoid enough. There are people out there who want to hurt you. People are out there who want to hurt you too? Not in the same way. So I should listen to Papa Lohan? Do whatever you want. Now you're going to act like you don't care what I do? I can't care what you do because I know you won't listen either way. You want to know why I won't leave the movie? Hit me. It's not the fame or the money or the notoriety or anything like that. It's Sydney. What do you mean? She's going to be famous with or without me. And I can't be the irrelevant twin. It's not going to be my life. If she wins, then I win too. And Hollywood loves twins, like Mary Kane. The white car slammed into my back bumper and he started to skid. I tried to change gears, but the car stalled and we flipped. I watched Lindsay's face during the couple of moments that we were suspended upside down. She whispered something about my bad driving. You're a really bad driver. And then went invisible. I was all on my own by the time the top of the car hit the ground. Lindsay was produced by Alex Genty Waxberg, Hannah Worker, Isabel Platt, and Rachel Aronoff. Sound design and editing by Rowena Tassema. Music by Tree Palmado with performances by Annie Fox as Marzipan, Eileen Vecti as Lindsay Lohan, Hannah Worker as Cinnabon, Bill Tyson as Cy, Steve Taylor as Papa Lohan, and Robert Bowles as The Voice. Thank you.